And the people that are the happiest and seem the happiest, they going through the darkest shit. Yes. Okay. Hey. And as a friend, as a good person, you have to call somebody up and be like, hey, um, are you busy? Are you doing something? Can your mental handle X, Y, and Z? And if they say yes, 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 bitch, you can talk, but do not have negativity. Call somebody, not check on their mental space and throw more negativity on them because they care about you. That's disgustingly unfair. That is. That really is. You okay. gotta you you have to do that because we all going through something. It's like sometimes you might have it to, to, to handle it, but then some days, like for example, my friends know if they see my phone on do not disturb the means, bitch. Fuck all y'all. I'm just doing me today. Because I can't handle it. Look, look. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> Airplane mode. Airplane mode. Jesus oh. can't get through. Damn, she's not damn, not even airplane mode. Damn, that's next level right there. <laughs> yes, I am not doing episodes this month. By myself, I'm doing collabs. And this is a collaboration with Liquor Talk Podcast. Please go check his podcast out. Okay, his birthday just passed. Celebrate his birthday. In the links on his podcast description. I appreciate y'all for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Let's just get into it. Look at Talk. New episode starts now. Welcome one. Welcome back to another edition of Look at Talk. This is a special edition of Look at Talk, ladies and gentlemen. This is yours truly, the boy, your boy V Jones. This is the birthday episode, y'all. My grandfather always was known for asking people, "What on your birthday, he would ask you, what did you get me? Well, my grandpa may have rest in peace years ago, but now I can tell people if they ask me what did I get them for the birthday, here's a brand new episode. And I have a returning guest, podcasting <laughs> out of Atlanta. It's been a very long time yeah. since I heard her on. She's a host of multiple podcasts. It's Shan B. Potton. Shan, it's been so long. How have you been? I'm DD. I'm surviving adulting, and I'm not addicted to anything, so I guess we're good. Yes, yes. I agree with you. I, I, I have to agree with you on that, because this adulting shit is, oh my goodness. <sighs> I tell my nephews all the time, I'm just like, ain't nothing wrong with using drugs, y'all. <laughs> that is clearly how people get through the bullshit because that's what it is and i text my nephew today i was like Jaden, enjoy your life because this adulting ain't shit yes yes even as a man that's celebrating uh uh the 30 a 32nd trip around the earth i'm like look you young motherfuckers enjoy this shit because yes this shit once you get old and you just paying bills all the time this shit, man, is trash. Dripping trash up juice. Okay. Man, listen. I, I'm blessed to see a 30-second year, but at the same time, I'm like, man, fuck this. <laughs> I have my days where I'm like, it's just so much, you know? Right. Right. It's always, if it ain't one thing, it's another thing. Right. You got one thing working out, then something else want to go to shit. I'm like, ain't this right. shit. <laughs> but... How have you been, though? Because the last time we recorded, it was episode 131 of Liquor Talk. That was a very long time ago. 
Mm. What episode you at now? Uh, well, this is episode 238. <laughs> that man working. Um, yeah. I'm good. Um, always evolving. Um, I want to say since we last uh, recorded, my Twitter name has changed. My IG has changed because someone hacked my page. Um, my, my website has changed. I'm on YouTube now. Uh, I had a couple of sponsorships this year. Um, I put out some new books since we last um, recorded. So I'm my whole thing with this podcast stuff is to evolve and grow. And I feel like that's what I've been doing. My goal for next year is more sponsorships, um, more efficient marketing, because that's a lot of what this is. And we'll talk about that. But yeah, I've been doing good. Um, everything about me can be found on shambipodden.com. I want to be easy to find, easy to connect with. And I want to be honest about what this podcasting thing is, because a lot of people have this illusion of what it is and what you can talk about and what you can't. And it's really not that. And uh, it's not supposed to feel like a hassle. It's not supposed to feel like a job. It's supposed to be something you enjoy and a place to express yourself, but in a responsible way. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I've been chilling. Other than that, still parenting. My children are still alive. Um Still working for the man. I prayed um, that next year I can be at a point in my life where I'm working solely for myself and I'm comfortable. So that's what we're going to work towards because these companies don't make sense. Hello. Both kinds up here and here. And they be wanting you to do the most. And they think they slick when they hire you for something. And then turn around and add more shit to your to-do list or change what your position is as far as required from you and be like, oh, we're giving you two weeks to adjust. Two weeks? Two weeks to adjust to all this shit you adding on? During a holiday? During a holiday. But hold on. Is my pay being adjusted as well? No. Oh, no, and then no. you have these companies that's profiting $3.3 billion net profit each year, and then they want to email you. Here's our um our numbers. Our numbers are looking good this week. Fuck your numbers if they don't include my paycheck. Thank you. Thank you. As soon as those emails come in at my job, I delete that shit because these numbers have nothing to do with me. These numbers are what the CEOs, the execs are taking mm-hmm. in for profit while y'all sit at home and tell me why I got to be in the office five five times a month. Hello. An office that's not needed. Hell yeah. COVID proved that. COVID done proved y'all our office is not needed. Y'all can give us the damn equipment. Man, I remember working. I'm so tired of corporate America because I lost my corporate America job. I'm happy for it. But mm-hmm. these motherfuckers hit me up during a damn hurricane. We get about to get hit by a fucking hurricane. They hit me up like, hey, can you get online today? Bitch, I don't even know if I have power. What the fuck you talking about Some Can I get online today? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with y'all? You know what, people? Y'all gotta learn to stop giving a damn about corporate America because corporate America don't give a fuck about you. 
as soon as something happens to you, they'll replace you like it's nothing. They don't. They will let you slave and slave and slave. And then when they don't with you, they'll get rid of you like it's nothing. So that's why I went on my rant today on TikTok and IG because I was like, these companies push this work-life balance and there's nothing balanced about it. What these it really companies, is. what these companies need to tell you in their LinkedIn post or their job post is who is the ideal candidate to work for us? And on the side, you should say someone that uh, all their family has passed away, someone that hates holidays, someone that wants to work overtime, someone that doesn't want to be married, that doesn't want to have kids and has no life, and you work 15 minutes from this office. You will be the ideal candidate to work for us. Yes. And then people will be honestly ready to be like, you know what? I I want to work here. But when you have people whose lives are different, People who work for your company who you don't pay enough salary to live mm -hmm. 15 minutes away to pay $3,000 in rent for an apartment. <laughs> Hello. Shut the fuck up about Yes, please. About shut the fuck up. Who, who should pay? Who should work here? Um, What you provide? Shut up about your benefits because a lot of these companies are taking away pensions. Mm. Which tells you what? Once you cannot work, we don't give a fuck. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I'm. So that's why this generation is more so about. Oh, you're not giving me this. I'm going to go to this next job. Yes, then we are. The, listen, we are the job hopping generation. We don't give a fuck. You and know I had saying? to tell my mom that my mom is 69. We were driving in the car today, going grocery shopping. I said, "Mom." These companies don't care about their employees. And this is why this generation job hops so much is because we're trying to get in while our bodies still work, make profit, maybe reinvest in a, a business we want to start. Because a lot of these people, older people, paid off their house, a 30-year mortgage, a 15-year mortgage, and are in their retirement and they are cashiers at Walgreens. They are cashiers at um, Kroger, Publix. But you know what's really happening? These billion-dollar companies are like, you know what? These humans are asking for too much. Let's put some machines in there. Yeah. Let's make the shoppers self-serve. So they don't even give a fuck about people who are just trying to pay the taxes on their house that they already paid off. So a lot of people are losing their houses due to they can't pay the taxes. Mm-hmm. So what does that tell you? Listen, the older I get, I'm just like, you know what? If you got a, a rob to make a living, who am I to tell you no? If you got a scam to make a living, who am I to tell you no? Because these companies, how they want you to do Hello? legal work, it don't add up. There should be no company um, able to fire their employees because they found out they have a second job. Bitch, then pay me more. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. I totally agree with that. And I've seen some gentlemen who are older, old enough about grandparents as security officers. I'm like, you know what? God damn, this shit is ridiculous. Who are they realistically stopping? <laughs> they ain't even doing shit. They ain't even doing shit. They when just said that to them knew That kneecap is out of place and they down for the count. That's it. So I'm like, and I see that shit. And I said, I'm like, damn, yo, old. And I'll be looking at this old man. He be coming in the world. I'm like, 
dude, did you even fucking clock in? You got you work for these motherfuckers from free and shit. I'm looking at you like right. It's like you say that all the time. You don't want to be that age, but nowadays you have to about, unless you're investing in yourself, yeah. unless you caught on. Like the owner of my house that I rent, he didn't start buying houses until he was 50, right? Yeah. And so now he's married and him and his wife go 50-50 in the business and he owns 10 properties. And at his age now, yeah, he is retired. But at the same time, he understands that life is good to life. I, my wife and I need to be able to take care of ourselves and... We're living off of making profit from these properties by renting it to people. And my thing is like, at my age, I'm 35. People say, you know what? Why are you renting? You should buy a house. Buying a house now. Yes. People make it makes no sense. People make this shit sound like it's easy. Why are you buying a house? I'm like, why are you not buying a house? Y'all make this shit sound like it's so simple. Like, it's so simple anybody can do it. No, it's it's so much shit you gotta do to even get approved for the damn house. Approved for the house, then turn around and find out they painted over mold in your house, then mm-hmm. find out there's a leak in your wall and you don't got the extra money to pay for it, then find out... um oh, the owners that said they were the owners on this house actually wasn't the owners on this house. And now I got to get a court order to move out and be asked out after I put this money in. It's just so much extra shit. Like, I tell people to run down on the bills in my house, the fact that I pay $145 for gas pick for trash pickup every two months, and it's just like $145. I say, yes, these people be milking people. Just to pick up their garbage, and then they don't even pick up the garbage that can't fit in the in the trash can. Damn. Yeah. So you must stay on the outskirts because most cities I've lived in, they already have. No, at, if you can. live, if I had a house in Atlanta. If you live in Atlanta, they'll pick up the trash in your trash can and was out. If you don't live in the city, oh, you paying for trash? The trash in Atlanta is with your water. Trash outside of Atlanta is not with your water. It's a whole separate bill. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's why now I understand why people want to live in apartment complexes that have trash pickup included. But if you live in an apartment complex, you got to worry about paying for parking on top of your rent and oh, your utilities. No. You got to worry about people breaking into your car. You got to worry about the gate not working. You got to worry about. Does my neighbors downstairs got roaches and rats? Because I don't want roaches and rats, but I can't do shit because I'm in the middle. Like, <laughs> what? So for me, the reason I bought a house, well, well, I'm renting a house is because I got kids. I don't believe that kids should live in an apartment. That's why I moved from New York because that shit don't make sense. If I'm not a, a billionaire, I'm not living in New York. If you ain't a billionaire and you living in New York, you just like struggle. Um, They need a backyard. Uh, They need their own space. I want to be able to vacuum at 3 a.m. and not, and anybody can't complain. My neighbors next door to me be cutting their lawn at 8 p.m. 8 p.m. tonight? What the hell wrong with them? And my thing is like, either you hate who you living with and you trying to avoid them at all costs, or that's just your way of 
getting through your day and that's what you want to do. It doesn't matter. It's like, if I'm going to pay what I'm going to pay in utilities and rent, then I might have to be able to do what I want to do. And that's why I have a house. I've never rented an apartment in my life. I've rented about three houses and one condo. And and once you go house, you never want to go back. Mm, that's real. That's definitely real. So that is so real about the that the housing market and wanting to uh, versus a house versus a condo. Yeah. That's so real. That is definitely real because once you in that big ass house and you got all that space, you don't want to go expect some tiny little apartment. You don't. And it's just nowadays you look at the housing market, and you look at the market stuff. It's like it's you got to just pick your damn poison and call it a day. Yeah, yeah. And a, a lot of people be in an apartment that can change the rent next month and be like, "Yeah, you need an extra six hundred. And they 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 got their car on a lease, mm-hmm. and they just live in the maximum when. In reality, a lot of these millionaires are living the minimum. That's why they got money. Yeah, and us black folks don't realize that. It's like we gotta, we gotta fight to survive. It's like, and when they all, we always say, "Oh, nobody educate us." Well, once you learn it, motherfucker, that's when you want to apply the shit. Like, of course, our parents didn't know. It. Of course, we didn't know. It. We gotta apply the shit that we know now. Yes, to educate others. And there's no more off, excuses you know? because Wi-Fi is everywhere. There's so many black um, millionaires now who are sharing information. There's so many positive podcasts like Earn Your Leisure. Um, I listen to so many podcasts that just give information that I'm just like, if you don't know it by now, you don't want to know it. Basically, If if you don't save by now, you don't want to save. If you're depending on your job to give you life insurance, you don't want to make sure your family is good when you're gone. Because when you leave that job, that life insurance is basically trash. So you've been paying into something mm-hmm. that's done when you can be having your own life insurance and, and just paying into it, making that be your own bank. You don't need somebody to tell you that when you was eight. You need to be doing that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real. And there's so many things with life insurance I didn't even know. And did you know you can borrow against your life insurance? Yes. And then pay it back to you, then pay yourself back interest free and shit. I'm yes. like, what? Yes. Why don't I know this anytime, shit? Anytime I get extra money, I'm just like, I don't know what to buy. I'm just like, throw it in there. Throw it in there. Yeah, that's what you should do. Always, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. For this episode, ladies and gentlemen, I need y'all to take a shot for me because this is the birthday round with the beautiful Shambi pot and holding it down. Has it started snowing up there in Atlanta yet? No, don't don't wish that upon us. But it has been very bipolar where it's like super cold. So like the night will be like, oh, it's hot. Let me turn the air on. And then by 6 a.m., it's just like, damn. It's cold. It's cold in here. And so you can be in a tank top and a hoodie. And then the next day you in like a bubble down, a hoodie, uh, double pants, boots. Um, Mm -hmm. It was rainy today and cloudy, but I could have went outside with no bra, titties living life. (laughs) Um, I contemplated not wearing drawers today, but I did. 
Um, and I wore a hoodie and I was I was comfortable, but maybe tomorrow is gonna be something completely different. Um, but whatever. But I just I just feel like there's no place where you can be like, I want to live where it's warm, I want to live where it's this. Them rich white people done fuck this weather up so much. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. You just gotta be prepared. You definitely gotta be prepared because, like I said, I live here in Florida. You already know I'm in Florida, but yeah. it's like you know, everybody think it's always, always sunny and always warm. Well, right. that's in Miami. You know what I'm saying? That's that's Miami, y'all seeing. You know, even Miami gets cold at times, but right. the part of Florida I'm in, it's like I have to prepare because sometimes it's one day it's that cold or one day it's really hot. I'm like, what the fuck? I done turned on this damn heater. Now it's hot outside. I'm like, ain't this some shit? And I looked at the weather. I'm like, only in Florida is it still warm on Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'm like, no, it was warm here. I think it was like in the 50s here on Thanksgiving. Man, it was in the 70s here. So that's why I was like, yeah, I'm like, Florida. I'm like, I can't you rich white people done fucked up Florida so much. It's crazy. <laughs> but you gotta love it, though. Speaking of traveling, do you like traveling with your friends? Okay, I traveled with my friends one time, and it was okay. I just, I can't handle a lot of women energy too long, mm. because it starts getting really petty and dumb. Um, So, I've, I went to Connecticut once with four different friends, and it was cool. Nobody fought. Nobody uh, lost anything, but fast forward to now, only one of them are are cool with me now. Mm, damn. Yeah. Damn. Well, at least that's the case. But I feel you on that because um because I traveled with some friends in 2017. Well, all we do is follow each other on social media. I don't even talk to them regularly now because we all done went our separate ways and stuff. But the reason I brought that up is because did you see the Shanquel Roberts case where yes. these friends went to Mexico and they killed this damn girl. I'm like who the hell thinks about killing somebody when they're going on a trip? Phony, miserable people. Evil people. Yes. Phony, miserable, and evil people. And I'm like, are you serious? But you know what the thing is? I think people don't check into feeling people's energy, their aura, um, how they fake compliment you. Mm -hmm. um, and how they give you their body language in person. Like, I feel like she had a lot of clues that those people were not her friends and she just went with the shit because sometimes a lot of women feel like it's easier to friend the enemy than to just be the enemy. And if you got to do that, first of all, don't be around them, period. But if you have to do that, going on a trip with them ain't it. It's not it. No, it's definitely not it. I would never travel with my enemies. I would just rather embrace being the enemy and just not dealing with them than yeah. just sit there and travel with them because I'm like, I'm not about to go all the way out the damn country with motherfuckers that yeah. are the enemy because these people could kill me at the blink of a dime and my family wondering, where am I at? Why am I not back on and the That's trail? exactly what happened. And you know what, I, you know what else I hate? I hate this like this for us black people that Black people on social media got to raise hell about somebody going missing. 
And then for the FBI, for the Mexican authorities to finally want to get off their ass and do something. But it's always been that way. And it's kind of like, I get really irritated by us on what we feel like they should do. And they is the media. They is the politics of this country. And this country was never for... Never for us black people. It was never for us black people, but it was never for giving people that look like us justice or mm-hmm. an answer or decency. And we have to get to a point where we stop asking and we stop expecting and we start creating our own level of... So they're not covering this, so let's go ahead and cover it. And when they see that that is our focus and we're not talking about nothing else, when they see that our black men that play sports bring that up in conferences and they're not talking about the the points they scored on their game to entertain them, they'll be like, oh, this has to be discussed because then now we look like the asshole. But there's so many people distracted by, oh, what did Kanye do? Yes, they stay distracted by this man. I'm like, you know what? Enough of Kanye's antics. Oh, what, at did this you, point, what did Balenciaga do? Fuck that right now. Because the truth about Balenciaga is yeah. that is a white man that has no fashion degree that is running that company that just bought in on the name. Balenciaga was actually a designer that didn't want to go from couture into the mainstream of fashion. And he died, and someone basically picked up his name and started looking at what homeless people were wearing and tried to see, okay, let me make a high-end version of this and sell it to rich people that don't know how to fucking dress. And that's what happened. And I can say that because I did four years of going to school for fashion design, and I know the history behind fashion. And fashion has always been, okay, we're wealthy, but what are the poor people wearing? What are the poor people making? Oh, with? so they do that to blend in with the poor people so that way they can tell that way they don't have to tell your ass, I got all this money. They they basically look at people who ain't got enough shit to afford luxury shit and how they're wearing something for style and then they get these fine fabrics and they make the same shit and call it high end. So really without poor people, black people, um, creative people, other cultures, high fashion wouldn't be shit because they have they have no new ideas. That's why they're always hiring interns. They're always hiring young people because we're the innovative people because some people get so rich and lazy that they feel like, why should I think of anything? Let me just look at what they're doing because mm-hmm. they can't afford these prices. Exactly. That, that's that's why I be like, just do you because they don't have no ideas. And then every high-end designer, especially Steve Steve Madden. Steve Madden has made a career out of looking and waiting for what other designers are thinking up and making a knockoff. So basically, these designers are just sounds like they just followers. They just, they yeah. just follow the trends and they're not actually making anything up. They don't set the trends. No, we the set trends. the trends. Yes, us black people set the trends. Yes, that's We true. set the trends and they figure out how to push it to other people because they ran out of ideas. Um, 
And the thing is, people are always going to buy it because, honey, let me tell you about DH Gate, how it has people in the chokehold. Oh, DH Gate, yeah. The same, the same bags, the same shoes are being designed and put together in factories where they are paying people 25 cents a day. And DH Gate is basically pushing out the same bags, the same shoes with slight differences that only a real lover of fashion and design would tell. And they selling it for lower prices. And if you see the bills today and the pay that people are getting, do you think they're spending $500 on the bag? They're not. They're not. They're doing the DHK, honey. The, the, maybe the shipping is two months. But damn. Once you get the product, it looks just like the regular shit. Damn. But you damn. know what's so crazy? The older you get, who's checking you? That's true. That's true. That's so true. Like, that is so true. Who's checking you for this? Who's checking you for that? Like, that's so young people shit, you know? Yes! It's like the young people be checking for the brands and stuff, you know? Yeah, you might have some things you might be brand loyal to, but they ain't going to do it all the time because who gives a fuck now? Who cares? Right. Like, like, all I care about now is did you brush your teeth? Do you go to your dentist appointments? Do you get your Punani check? Um, sir, how well is your prostate? Um, do you poop twice a day? Um, do you drink your water? That's the shit I care about. Do you pay your bills without help? Is your is your utilities in your car in your name? That's what I care about. All that other shit about you having a designer belt, you having Tom Ford cologne, but you ain't wash your jeans in months. <laughs> That's real. That's real. <laughs> there's, there's grown men worried about getting a $50,000 watch. Um, a new a new gun. Um, I need a Louis Vuitton belt. What's the new Jays that came out? Let me get two of those. And sir, you've been having multiple pussies come through your home and you ain't changed your sheet in months. Damn so man. you don't know who squirt babies is on these sheets. You don't even wash your sheets. I'm like, damn, bro. Look, I, I clean all my shit, you know what I'm saying? Listen, I don't know about the mother niggas, but I, I clean my shit, you know. I'm just side dog. I'm good. I'm good. This single life is not that bad. <laughs> yeah, there be some things that make me say the single life ain't that bad, you know. There, there are some things that make me say that, but then there are some things I'm like, God damn. But we all have the moments where we get nothing. Like, God damn. Sometimes you need somebody, but then you realize... Do you just want somebody? Or, What's so crazy know? is when you get somebody and you realize that they have to take a nap between a nut. Damn. 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 Why are you here? Why are you here? Um, when you get somebody and you realize, oh, you done spent 30 years of your life not knowing how to eat a box. Damn, Grandpa. <laughs> like, when I tell you I'm tired, I, I am 35 and I have never experienced a man who's good at both. Damn. So it's either one or the other, but let a man tell it. Oh, I know that bitch got to suck my dick. Oh, I know that bitch pussy got to be fine. She got to be clean and she got to have this and she got to have that and her bras have to match. Sir, you're scared to spread your butt cheeks open to clean it. 
Listen, as a as a man that's just, just turned thirty two, I can't. I don't know what the fuck is up with these older men, or like they're they're not thinking straight. The younger men, older men, they're not thinking straight. Like they're not they're not putting up on game because they're not watch they're not watching the right TikToks because the right TikToks will tell you the game. Yes. The yes. right TikToks will put you on game on yes. what and how to do all this shit. Yes, man, y'all y'all know that's not a black man. Get on TikTok and he was talking about how he orders a 1X and a lot of designer things because he wants to look nice, which I don't mind, right? But a lot of these high-end um lines, you go on 1X up and that thing still fits you like a large. And he was a bigger guy. And so the, another bigger black man, he basically stitched the video. And he was like, man, I got to help you out as a brother he was like just get the extra x i am tired tired of amazing black men who have the money to take care of themselves and don't know that if you look comfortable in your clothes you look more attractive to the opposite sex mm. okay when you get something and a woman can tell how you wear it and how you walk in it, you're uncomfortable. It does not say, oh, I want to talk to him. It says, oh, no, he has things about himself that he needs to get together. And my thing is, like, if you're spending $800 on a hoodie or a shirt or jeans and they don't fit and they're not uncomfortable, who is benefiting from this, sir? No the company, one. the company is. Yeah. <laughs> and so he he basically got on there and he was like, "Just go up another X. It's comfortable, you know. You your man, your man chest that you got to work on. You can't see it as much." And I'm just like, "Dog, I'm tired of men who have work to do, personal work to do, demanding for their woman to be a bad bitch." Oh, you know what? I, I definitely agree with that. And I'm also tired. I could say the same thing about women. Like women got all this shit going on, but yet they but yet they want a man to spend the two hundred dollars. They they want a man. They I'm like, when does he care about Let's this? Do this. Let's get this correct now. Women be head to toe and body armor to hold their fat back because they just refuse to hit the gym. Got mm. funeral ready cake face. <laughs> talking about these men ain't shit all they do is lie girl head to toe is a whole lie where's the real at are those your lashes is that your hair is your lips really that full or do you go plump them uh twice a month mm-hmm. where are your cheekbones mm-hmm. if i if i do this to your eyebrows is it gonna come off <laughs> if I release, if I release the thing that's around your waist, are you gonna bust open like a, a thing of biscuits? Oh damn! <laughs> so my thing is like you cannot be out here demanding honesty from the opposite sex and present them with a lie every time they see you. Yes, and think, oh, I deserve this, and then have the audacity the to audacity. know that. Your upkeep is pricey on your pockets, and you think 
just you bringing upon your presence alone demands a man to give you money for your upkeep and y'all ain't shit. Let me tell who 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 said in order to talk to you, take you out as a woman to dinner, to go get ice cream, to get to know me, I got to pay for everything. Thank you. Thank you. And it's like, and I, and I be seeing these dumbass men setting the trends because they see, they think just because one dumbass man does it, they all going to do it. No, it's levels to the shit. If you want me to spend the chair, you better be spending the chair too. And also, you better be in a relationship with me or something like that. You better be doing for me if you want me to do for you. I have a problem with all these people out here demanding marriage-esque effort. And y'all, y'all haven't even graduated from the talking stage. Yeah, and some of y'all, y'all want to keep people in the talk. And then some of them, they demand that. But yet, they know damn well they just going to keep this person in the friend stage. Because I've, I've heard stories about how people run game on somebody. They'll, they'll try to get this person to spend all their money. But they know damn well this person is just a friend. And that's so why I'm glad. That's why my phone is dry now. Don't forget, Lulu.com has three of my journals to help podcasters. Yes, I made three books to go ahead and help podcasters. The first book I made was The Podcast Journal. And in that um, book, it basically helps you set a flow in order to do your shows and be more consistent, right? And the second book was Marketing The Podcast One-on-One where... I explained to you that having a great podcast is, yes, recording it, but most of you getting your podcast out there is you talking about it and marketing it in a way, whether it's merch, uh, TikTok, Twitter, IG, and your podcast and or your website. You have to know how to market your podcast. You have to know who your audience is. And then the third book is The Podcast Questions. I really broke down um, page by page what questions you would want to ask a particular guest by the guest type. And I left spaces in there from um, recommendations of what questions you shouldn't ask and tips from other podcasters. And also I gave you space to create your own questions that you want to ask your guests. And it's lightweight books, nothing heavy. It's nothing odd. You can roll it up or you can just like stick it in your laptop bag with your laptop when you travel to record and you just have like your resource on hand. I know some people are really just digital and they put everything in notes on their iPhone and some people are like vivid seers of what they need to do and they like to write things down. So I hope that helped. Again, it's on lulu.com. And you can check out the links on shambypodden.com. Now back to the show. Because I'm very blunt honest about where you stand with me. If I didn't tell you I want more from you, if I didn't tell you I really like you, are you single? Um, If we go out to eat, is any woman about to see us and walk up and be like, who's this? Mm Mm-hmm. Spencer, 
don't don't ever question what are we doing because you can ask me straight out oh you're just your name on your birth certificate and i'm just this and we just so happen to be hungry today and we wanted to eat period this is not a date we are not together you don't delegate where i am you don't delegate who i'm with and a lot of men don't they don't understand a woman that can be comfortable not giving her where they are wasted. A lot of men want this um, ego stroking of women. Like, you don't even call me. You don't text me a lot. So, and I, I just tweeted this. Let me, let me let these men know something. If we don't date. I don't see you on a consistent basis. We don't deep level talk. And that is beyond a WYD. Um, I have no goals for you. You probably dropped dick a couple of times and it's not impressive. Why, what, am I, what am I supposed to be impressed by? Why am I supposed to be excited when you text me? And also, I will add in though, it's some of them they don't they don't get that and also they don't know communication works both ways men and women don't know that communication works both ways if you want to talk to somebody then fucking talk to them like don't be looking for nothing to match energy and if you respond you gotta take the lead and if you're not if you see they're not responding to you move the fuck on shit i've had to do that a number of times that's on my phone dry now because i'm like i'm about <laughs> i'm about tired of wasting my effort on people who ain't ain't, ain't feeling me i'm like who ain't gonna be straight up you know too um too much game podcast. Uncle Dolomite have shout out to Uncle Dolomite. I had him on. Yes, he, love, he was love on. Him. Yes, he was on Look and Talk. He was on the third episode of this new season. So shout yes. out Uncle Dolomite holding down out there in California. Yeah, he had he had tweeted um something about like talking to people on the phone in the talking stage. I said, listen, listen here. I am thirty five. If it ain't about a session we doing tonight, if it ain't about a date, and if it ain't deep conversation I can learn from and you can learn something from me, and I don't have goals for you, I'm not sitting on the phone with you. I was talking to this guy that I really found intriguing. Um, I respected his, his mind and how he thought. Um, I did not like his living situation. I did not like the fact that he had a son but it was his son was living with his mom. Um, but you're perfectly able. Um, and there was no goals mm. for for us to do anything. And I'm just like, and I just told him, I just stopped, you know, talking to him on text and by phone. And he was like, Two weeks later, he was like, did I do something wrong? Because I haven't heard from you. I said, no, you didn't do anything wrong. I just felt myself liking you too much. And there was no goals for where this was going. So I just stopped. Mm. I said, there's nothing bad that you did. I just, I have no interest in pouring into a man's time or taking his time if I have no goals for you. Oh, and once people start being like that, you'll stop complaining about how men ain't shit. You'll stop complaining how women ain't shit. You'll stop complaining about I took you on all these dates and you, and you don't even want to give me no ass. Who the fuck told men that 
if you take me out to eat or you take me to go get ice cream, I'm going to put these puss- this pussy in your hand. <laughs> it's like, and some men don't even realize that. Some men, some men got the game all fucked up because it's like, you ain't even like that. Like, and if you do, and if you do want pussy on a platter, there are bitches that do that. It's called escorts. It's called a trick. And and this is the thing: men be saying, "I ain't no trick on no bitch." Okay, but you be also complaining about how this woman wants this, wants that, and you do it, and you in your mind expect pussy. You are a trick. You really are. You know what? Listen. What it boils down to is, do you like this motherfucker enough to do this? And do they like you back? That's what it boils down to at the end of the day. If you like somebody, you'll do something and don't expect nothing in return. But if you're expecting things in return, then you got to just say, fuck it. And tell them to go get it elsewhere, you know? Let me tell you something. And I don't believe in long-distance relationships. I think that's trash of juice also. Yes, I definitely <laughs> think. I definitely agree. Number five, X was the first man to ever make my body feel like soup. Praise God. Okay? <laughs> Use your mind and figure out what that is. I didn't know where he was, but everything was soup, okay? But he was hot and cold. Meaning we will be engaging, we'll be talking, and then like for a whole week it's just like I'm texting you but I'm talking to myself. I'm calling you, but you're at work. It's your day off, but because this company needs you and you feel like that's where you're most fulfilled, you took your ass to work. So how the fuck are you trying to have a prospering relationship with someone and build with someone, but every time you get time for yourself, you're throwing yourself into work and you are a great father. You take care of yourself. You have your own house your vehicles are paid off. You buy what you want. But this hot and cold thing where you don't want to communicate, but you want to know everything with the next person. But if I ask you on reverse, you know, what's going on with you? Um, Don't worry about it. I got it. Sir, you don't want a relationship. You want a bitch that's going to milk your pockets and throw you pussy sometimes. I'm not her. I don't like taking from men. That I also want to pour into, but they have this brick wall up. And a lot of people, men and women, have a brick wall up and claim they want a relationship. You don't want a relationship. You need to better the relationship with yourself first. Mm-hmm. And so I say this to say, like, he's not a bad man. Um, a lot of relationships, too, people think, oh, you broke up. It's on bad terms. It's not on bad terms. It's just the re- reality of the situation. We don't live close together. The way that we have to communicate is by phone, by text, and we see each other sometimes in person when someone wants to drive. But if I can't communicate with you and you're suffering with depression and you don't want to get help, this is not going to go anywhere. Yes, it's not. It's not. I definitely. And also, another thing, if and to my people out there, know what the hell you going for if you're dating, if before you even talk to somebody. Like, if you're saying, I just want to be friends and I just want this, you know, no, no, don't miss me with that friends shit, you know, because you can love somebody and be a friend at the same time. It's just what goes boils down to how much do you like them. And it's like, and I definitely feel you on the long distance thing. It's just, 
I can't do it. If you're not in my state or close, then don't Listen, even I tell, I tell men all the time, there's two things you have to be for me. You got to be a daddy already in real life, not just in the bedroom. Damn, and so you don't want a man with no kids? No, you can't do nothing for me because I don't want to procreate no more and I already got kids. True. And I need a father, I need a man that's father-minded that I ain't got to explain why I can't go out at 9 o'clock because the child is sick. Um, and, but listen, some of us men who don't have kids, we understand that too, you know what I'm saying? We, we do understand that, but at the same time, it's a bigger gamble for you to then date me, form some type of relationship with my children, and then all of a sudden we break up. And you not only going through the breakup of me, but you're going through the fact that you can no longer have a relationship with my kids. My male friends, I tell them, if you ain't got kids and you're building your business and your brand, your focus should never be to date a woman with kids. Mm. It's not a gamble. Your mental your financial can handle. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because the reality is if you're a single man and you're decent and you want to take that woman out to eat and she got two kids at home, are you only going to buy her something? No, you're going to buy her and her kids something. But what if y'all break up? You're deeper in the hole, sir, for nothing! You exactly. I mean? It don't make sense. You know, um, you know what's funny? is The times I've dated a woman with kids... None of them have ever asked me, hey, can you get me something for my child? They have never asked that. They but if you're a decent man, you're doing that. Mm. You know? So I just tell men, like, it's not worth it on your end for that. Mentally, emotionally, financially, it's just not. Um, and if you ain't 30 minutes from me, I can't do nothing with you. Mm. That's mm. real. That's No, I feel that. I feel that, like, if you if you're not willing to drive for me, like I said, because hey, I can deal with it. Ain't nothing. Listen, when a man wants you, yes. he would drive five hours to five hours back and go to work the next day. Because I've had it multiple times. But at the same time, if you like not doing that consistently, or you don't want the other person to have to drive for you. It's just like, damn, how you doing all this above and beyond shit for me? But when I try to do something nice for you, you just like, no, that's too much. Well, um, well, then I guess that's a man that was just brought up different, you know, because nowadays, like, I can't handle that because I'm the type of woman where I don't like men doing above and beyond shit for me that I didn't earn. You are a special kind. You are a real one, you know. My friends be like, bitch, if that man want to buy you a new car, let him buy you a new Hell no. No, because I there are men out here that will buy a woman something, give a woman something, and then throw it back in her face when he disrespect her. And you're not about to do that for me, sir. Hell no, nah, that's why. And I've, I've had a woman do that to me. She just won't pay for a couple of days, but sometimes she'll throw it in my face. And that's why I pay for majority of the days. So I'm like, if you can't do it from your heart, don't fucking do it. At the end of the day, don't. And that goes for friends too. If you have to point out every time you help me. Or you, or you gave me something, or you looked out. Then it wasn't in genuine intentions. Mm -hmm. You did it to be able to say, you know, this is collateral for when I want to dog you out. Keep that shit. Let me struggle. Yes, I'll, I'll struggle without you. Know. Yeah. And you know, you're not a real friend to me. If sleeping in my car brings me more peace than to deal with you, you're not a real friend. Listen. 
Listen, I, I've been in that situation and I've overcome that situation. But you know what? That tell you a lot about your real friends and real people. Like if they see you struggling and they they want to help you, but they want some collateral. Nah. And you do not lose real friends. Let me say this again. You do not lose real, genuine people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you evolve from people. Sometimes you experience people and you are the one that levels up and they're the one that want to stay where they at. And that's fine. But I don't feel like anyone who has been a friend for me has been a loss for me. Because what if you stuck around longer than you needed to? And mm-hmm. I ain't know I'm driving around with a phony baloney. Exactly. And then sometimes it's like the movie Batman. They said, I think that was seen that say sometimes you live live long enough to see yourself become the enemy or you stick around long enough to see yourself become the villain. So sometimes people have an expiration date. Some people do, but some people are meant to be around for a lifetime. Them the ones you hold on to because they will show themselves being that, you know, they're meant to be for Those are the ones that hug you and be like, bitch, you know I love you, but you stink and your breath is kicking and I want to go get something to eat, so handle that. I love them people. I love them people that you sit and you you vent and they just like, okay, do you want me to tell you where you went wrong? And you say, yeah. And they was like, bitch, you dumb and shit. You should have did X, Y, and Z. Da, 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 and this is how you do it next time. Okay. And that's why it's important to be around people you can learn from. Yes. You have to be around people you can learn from and you can pour into, and it's reciprocal that you pouring into them and they can handle it. And both y'all can handle it because what I've learned is sometimes people can't handle your criticism, you know? And it goes both ways. That's why I'm just at an age now where I'd be like, Are you calling because you want my help? Are you calling because you want me to listen? Are you calling because you're asking for advice? Let me know. So I can be that that person and that friend and when people are going through shit i'm here to tell you everybody's going through shit and the people that are the happiest and seem the happiest they're going through the darkest shit yes okay and as a friend as a good person you have to call somebody up and be like hey um are you busy are you doing something can your mental handle X, Y, and Z? And if they say yes, 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 bitch, you can talk. But do not have negativity. Call somebody, not check on their mental space, and throw more negativity on them because they care about you. That's disgustingly unfair. That is. That really is. You okay. gotta. You you have to do that because we all going through something. It's like. Sometimes you might have it to, to, to handle it, but then some days, like, for example, my friends know if they see my phone on do not disturb, it means, bitch, fuck all y'all. I'm just doing me today because I can't handle it. Look, look. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> Airplane mode. Airplane mode. Jesus can't oh. get through. Damn, she's not, damn, not even airplane mode. Damn, that's next level right there. <laughs> okay, there's there's no calls that get through my phone the first time. You better call the second time, and you better be on the favorite list. Mm-hmm. I just I I don't have the capacity for people having so much access to me anymore. Yeah, 
And like I said, and as I get older, and even though I'm in a we're in a creative space, but we can limit that shit, you know what I'm saying? We ain't always yeah. out here gotta be out here up over everybody's even though we're creative, but you know, everybody needs a break. Which is when you when I saw the question about what I think about dating, I was just like, Does this man know I don't date? <laughs> like and I'm not saying I don't get asked out on dates. I do. But at the same time, if I know I don't like you like that and you like me like that, that date is never going to happen, sir. Listen, we need more women with this energy. You know what I'm saying? We need... And it's like, I, as me even got older, I, it's like I come to respect women that would tell me, hey, I just don't like you like that. You know what I'm saying? It may sting for a while because you're like, damn, this was a woman crush, but... You know, you know, I'm yeah. just like fuck it, because you 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 be honest with me. Yeah, and 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 um, I think we live in a society where there's not a lot of women who do that because there's a lot of selfish women who feel entitled for a man who likes them to do shit for them, and they want to milk that. And I believe that they should get all the karma that comes with that shit. I have no interest in wasting anybody else's time or wasting my time, so. No. And the time when a man did want to take me on a date before we became anything in a relationship, I remember taking my oldest daughter with me. Mm-hmm. So there was no option for anything else to happen other than us going out to eat. And I, t- I told her that um, I had bought like this, this question game where you just get insight from a person that you're talking to. And that was one of the questions on there is, do you date? How do you date? And I said, Anya, I don't date. I said, the, the one time that someone really tried to take me on a date, I took you with me. Mm. And he didn't have any problem with it because he wanted my time genuinely. And if it came with, oh, she got to come. Okay, cool. And he took me home and it was very chill. Later on, we did have a relationship, try it. It didn't work. We do not talk to this day. Um, because some people can take your honesty and some people can't. And a lot of men today were not raised by men. Um, was raised around women and those women didn't take the time to tell their sons, hey, there might be a girl that you like and she might not like you back. And if she says no, that does not mean you you disrespect her or you hurt her. You just take it on the chin and respect it and walk away. And stop trying to think every girl that tells you no is playing hard to get. No. Exactly. Maybe she going through something. Or maybe she's trying to heal herself from something. Or maybe she just don't fucking like you. Maybe there's somebody that she likes. And you let karma get her back. And I will also like to take this time and say it works both ways. A lot of Mm -hmm. women can't take um, being turned down by men and they automatically do what? Oh, you must be gay. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Or he might just not like you, want you, find you interesting, want to waste your time. And there's a lot of women out here who are stubborn as fuck. And they are in five-year relationships with a man that don't like them. 
They are in 10 How years relationship. in a five-year relationship with a man that don't like you? Because you are ignorant. Because you are selfish. Because you are saying in your brain, oh, I'm going to wait till he get tired and he just want a woman at his house. Or I'm going to wait until he gets tired of being a hoe. Or I'm going to wait until he one day he wants to get married and because, you know, he knows me so well, he's going to marry me. And you would rather see that man miserable on a daily basis being with you than being allowed to be who, with who he wants to be with. That's sad. Ignorant. That, that is sad. Ignorant. That is ignorant thinking. That is, you're right. That is ignorant thinking. Like, if you're not happy with me, move the fuck on. If you're not happy, I'm not happy. Get the fuck on. Don't, don't say I'm wasting your time because time is the one thing you cannot get back. You can get the money back and you time but you can't get your time back i talked about that today there's so many people out here in fake relationships fake marriages because paying 50 percent of my bills is better than paying 100 percent um having somebody to do my laundry and bathe my children because i don't want to deal with it because i feel like my daddy didn't have to so i shouldn't have to but i don't like that bitch i don't respect her I got 10 bitches lined up this week. She don't know. As long as I wear a condom, sometimes she might be okay. But hey, I don't want that life. I don't want to have to work for the people I have to work for, pay the bills I got to pay, come home to a house that I pay for and sit in my driveway because the person that's in there that thinks I want a relationship, I don't like. And as soon as people in society stop faking a lifestyle because you're fucking lazy or you're scared of doing it by yourself or you don't want people to see you as a woman with multiple kids and no man or you don't want people to see you as a man in your 30s or your 40s with no woman, life will be way better. Yes. You know what? I will say one book that I read, The the Art of Not Giving a Fuck, once I read that, life got a whole lot better. I have that book. I haven't read it yet. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but I will tell you, life, you would have read that book and you would have wished you read that book in your in your 20s. That's how good that book is. Because once you stop giving a fuck about what people think and stop giving a fuck about what society thinks, life will be a whole lot better. You'll have more peace and stuff. Like, it's like my mom get mad at me because sometimes I don't do it with the family because mm-hmm. I'm not about to answer my family's questions like, oh, why are you this age and you don't have a girl yet? Why don't you, you know what? Because I believe when it's time, it's time. Or you, it, sometimes it takes people 10 years to know who they are. Some people, sometimes it takes people five marriages to realize. I'm not built for marriage. Sometimes it takes people. Listen, my brother's on his third marriage, and I just looked at the girl on Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, she don't know. Damn. She don't know. <laughs> but she's going to find out. You know she what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> she's going to fuck around and find out. And uh, I'm not going to be the one to tell her because. Another thing too. Let me tell you something. Meeting someone's parents does not mean shit. <laughs> a lot of people's parents know that their child is a hoe, or know that their child cannot survive not being on someone's titty. Okay, 
So when when I get somebody's mom's number or I meet somebody's mom, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed by by meeting your mom. And we have to get people out of the mindset of, oh, I met his mom, but do you know that his mom met five extra hoes this week? <laughs> like, hey, listen. Shit. I'm not impressed. I'm just like a grain of salt. I definitely agree. You know what? Because I've learned that you might be able to bring people around your family, but just because, but you got to realize, and in in my last ex taught me this, that sometimes they bring everybody to the family. Everybody meets their family. No, fuck that. If um, you should know if it's a genuine person and you meet the family, you'll meet them years later. Or you've been together for some time. Right. Not some, right. oh, we, we just met, we just started smashing. No. Hell, I can't even think of, I've never brought anybody home my mama, you know what I'm saying? I have brought somebody to my sister, but... And I still hear about that bitch all the time because my sister talks about her, but it is what it is. I um if you, if any man of mine has met my mom, it wasn't because I'm just like, ooh, mom, this is the one. <laughs> I'm just Damn, like really? I throw some pussy on him. Like it's <laughs> I throw pussy on him sometimes. Like, you know, like, this is Mr. Right now, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Oh, this is Mr. Like, right. I, I, we wasn't. <clears throat> let me tell you something. We was in the farmer's market today. And it was this couple. You know, the farmer's, if you've ever been in a farmer's market, it's so much shit that there's no real space for two cars to be in the aisle. So we coming down the aisle to pick up the water. And it's this couple where this man and this woman is, we have to hold hands. Uh, Girl, I know girl. he. I know his wang be in your throat every night and I know y'all live together and I know y'all drove here together. Why the fuck do y'all have to hold hands in this store right now? I hate One of y'all gotta get the hell up out the way so the person can go on the aisle. Okay? Yes. And so listen, when we got the cart down the aisle, I looked at my mom and I said, I said, thank you God. For not making that relationship work with that man that wanted to hold my hand all the fucking time. And so my mom was like, who is that? I was like, number three. Damn. Like, the Lord knew, like, that's too much PDA. It's just like, sir, didn't we just come here together? Relax. Relax. Because some men, the reason why those men are like that is because they're insecure and they're they're scared they're gonna lose you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, hey, if you lose, and that is that is why our relationship ended. Because you're insecure. I'm just like this man. This man wanted me to tell him something that I didn't know what he wanted me to tell him, and he didn't want to tell me what he needed me to say. What in the motherfucking blues clues is going on, sir? Yes. And so fast forward years later, we had a conversation about why we broke up. And he was like, I needed you to tell me that you trusted me to be able to take care of you while you moved out here. And I was like, I understand him. I've been working for myself three jobs since I've been 16, right? 
And my I, I've lived on the East Coast all my life. And I've had a support system, whether it was my family or my friends. You are asking an independent woman who does not drive, okay? Because I never had to. I lived in New York. To move across the United States to live with you while you work under two major labels and you work long hours, you're the only one that drives in a city that's not like the East Coast. Yeah, that no. Hell no, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be comfortable putting my whole life needs on you. I'm not. I'm the type of woman where I need to be able to take care of myself while I'm in this relationship. Because when you're in a relationship where you depend on someone else to feed you, they will starve you if need be. Damn. And I I'm not with that shit. Even if I was married to a millionaire, you best believe a bitch has a separate bank account and she does something for herself. As you should. That's who I am. I'm not no I'm not no Barbie girl. I'm not waiting for you to dress me up. I'm not waiting for you to pay my health insurance. I cannot mentally be comfortable depending on a man doing everything for me. I'm not her. And you are a real one for that. You know, you are, you are definitely a real one because a lot of people out here, they okay with the man doing everything. They not have no independence, you know. You like, listen, we working together at this, this you crazy. know. That's crazy. Because what if that man gets hurt? What if that man, you know, is on a, venu- a ventilator and y'all ain't got no paperwork saying you make his decisions you ain't got no paperwork saying, you know, if he passes away, the house that you help put together, you get. It's just like, it's irresponsible. It's irresponsible yes. is what it is. And I'm just like, dog, I can't. I can't. I, feel I don't you. get it. I definitely feel you all the way on everything on that, you know. Please be responsible with choosing people, y'all, if you don't get anything else from this episode. Please be responsible for yourself and love yourself first, goddammit, because you can't love yourself Please. first. If Please. you can't love yourself, then you can't love no one else at the end of the day. Okay. <laughs> and be okay with somebody telling you, you know what? Your stroking yesterday wasn't shit. You need to work on this. Be ready to hear that because I'm ready. I'm ready to hear that. You know, I didn't like the way that you did this. Because if I really care about a man, I'm going to ask him, what do you like? How can I improve? Is there a video you would like me to watch for this evening? Like, Or if you really like the person, you'll go to the damn Because to me... <laughs> you'll go to the damn sex store with the person. You what? You'll go to the damn sex store with the person and pick out some shit. Which, which I have never done with a man. I would love to have a date. I would love to have a date where we go in that store because I'm just like, oh, let me tell y'all, dick ain't enough. Dick is not enough. Okay. (laughs) Let me tell women, them yams and your hot pocket, 
is going to come to a time where that's not enough. That man is bored. He's not going to tell you that he's bored because he doesn't want to hurt your feelings. You going to have to spice up his life, okay? I need you to be a throat baby or something. <laughs> okay. Listen, I, I tell people, the Lord knew my tonsils had to be removed for a reason. <laughs> he knew! He knew! Y'all heard it from shit. <laughs> Something has to go here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she knew, y'all. Hey, Shan, I want on that note, I want to say thank you for coming on the birthday episode. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Liquor Talk. Shan, where can the people find you? You can find me on shambypodden.com. You can find my podcasting books on lulu.com. Just put my name in. You can find me on TikTok, Twitter, IG, uh, Shannon Pods on uh, YouTube. I'm all over the place. And if you are a podcaster and you'd like to collab and you enjoyed my throat on this episode, um, let me know because I'm just doing collab episodes for December because... The girl is taking a brisque from her personal shows, but you know, this show will be found on She Gets It Pod because I believe in collaborating with creators. That's how we grow. That's how we get better. And I appreciate all your ears for this episode and continue to check out more episodes from Liquor Talk. Okay, browse through. Since the beginning of time, this man has been talking to other podcasters and sharing his platform, and I appreciate it. And I just need more Black men to start taking care of themselves and appreciating themselves on their birthday, okay? That may mean you using your PTO that's stacking. That may mean you going on a trip for yourself, and it does not include another woman that's going to nag you while on your trip. That may mean... You just, just disconnecting from everybody else's shit and just taking care of yourself. So do that. Yes, yes. please do that. And Shan, whenever you're ready to get back to podcasting, um, whenever you want to have me back on your platforms, because I know you're going to return like sometime in January. Remember, I'm in Florida, but I'm just a damn away. So I definitely owe you another That's episode. True. So um, whenever you're ready yes. to take me up on it, let me know. Um, thank you, everybody, for all the birthday love. If anybody, if y'all feel generous, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel super generous, the cash apps and the PayPal's are, are in the bio. So I definitely appreciate it, y'all. Until next year, we're going to this. Remember, this is Liquor Talk. We're taking over for the 22 and the 23 and the 24. We're taking over. Keep pouring it up, y'all, and keep tapping in. Deuces, y'all. We out, this motherfucker. We out. Yes. If you are a podcaster and you are interested in having my throat on your podcast, let me know at sheguessitpod at gmail.com and we can collab for December. That is my gift to other creators to come on your show and also share your show on my platform. Let me know or you can DM me, Shambi Potted. Hope you enjoyed this episode.